Welcome back to Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the Blackhawks lottery chances. Then we're going to go over complete round two coverage of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So Matt, tomorrow or by the time people are listening to this, May 8th, it is the day. It is the lottery day. This has been the day that all Chicago Blackhawks fans have been wearing, waiting for. Connor Bedard Day, hopefully. <laughs> D-Day. Yep. Draft Day. So, Matt, yeah. um, I know that there is a lot of emphasis on the Blackhawks, you know, trying to get that number one draft pick. They are currently have the third best chances of getting the number one draft pick. Um, they have an 11% chance of getting that, that lucky draft pick. So, if the Blackhawks wind up second, Matt, Adam Fantilli, I think, would be a very good uh, consolation prize. but we do want Connor Bedard. Bedard is also kind of small, but we're looking for a score, and that's what he can be. He's supposed to be a generational player. Matt, what do you think about his size? Um, I don't think it's going to matter just because he's so good on his skates, good shot. And you know what? We They didn't really worry about Patrick Kane's size back in the day and look at the player he's turned out mm-hmm. to be. So I think Connor Bedard is going to be just fine. Now. Like I said, we have the third best chances. Do you think that, say, you know, Anaheim gets Bedard, and then, you know, we get, we, <laughs> you know, we get bamboozled, and um, I think Columbus has the eleven, the other eleven percent chance at number two, and they take Fantilli. Is there anybody that you're looking at at number three? Well, who's this Russian kid I keep hearing about? I'm, you know, man, I'm iffy about about drafting Russians because you just never know. Ovech, oh, well, I think Ovechkin thing, is the, is like the outsider, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is, if this kid is like ranked third, I heard he's got like a contract locked up to like 2026. So, I mean, I'd rather him be here developing, not there. And I, I just don't, I don't know if I like that because they got that agreement now if he, you know, you can't leave the KHL or anything, but... Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm hoping for one and two. If we get three, then I guess we got to worry about it then. Sure. It's going to be very interesting. Of course, the doom and gloom for NBC Sports, Blackhawks more likely to fall than rise in the 2023 NHL draft lottery. You know, there, there's like nothing good that comes out of, you know. I, I just don't get, I don't get that. Like, it's, it's all about luck, and you're going to tell me that, oh, no, the Hawks don't deserve it. Right. Oh, oh okay, why not? Oh, because of what happened. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I mean, they did everything they were supposed to do. They probably canceled too many guys. Yeah. Just to make everybody happy, and they still hate them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm over that crowd. I hope the Hawks get the first-round pick and just give a finger to the rest of the hockey world because it's what's done is done. They moved on. They've done right for whatever, and it's time to get past this stuff. These cancel culture people got to just... Just shut up. So now. you're talking about the Matt V. Mitch Mitchkoff from SKA St. Petersburg? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think he's locked up to 2026. That's the rumor. Um, That's that's a long time, man. When you got a guy you're trying to, you kind of want to get him over here as soon as possible. Right. At least in Rockford, you know? Right. And if he's locked up, he, he I don't think he can leave. I think that's their agreement. Right. Yeah. Um. There's this other kid, Leo Carlson, that I had been looking up, looking into a little bit ago, he's 6'3", 198 pounds, shoots left. You know, that sounds, you know, kind of what you want out of a, out of a center. You know, that's, I thought, that's what we thought we were getting out of, 
out of Kirby Doc, you know, that's, you know, that's a different story. You know, I'm not going to talk about his, you know, his, yeah, about, yeah. about Kirby Doc, but, you know, kind of like his size, a guy who's that big, who can uh, win faceoffs, you know, which is essentially what we need. He's Swedish, um, but they say that his skating right now is below NHL average, which is something you don't want to hear. His puck skills are high end. His hockey sense is above NHL average and his compete level is above NHL average. So he's a player comparable to Miko Ratnan. Um, you know, if that's what we're looking for, a Miko Ratnan type player at center, sounds good, man. You know, it sounds something yeah, that we good. would, because you could always work on skating, can't you? I mean, I would think yeah, that you, you can, can. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can. You can get a strength coach and you know work on your your edges and stuff, building up your speed. But uh, I just, if there's a defenseman available and he is not like a Kale McCarr like potential guy. Don't bother. We need some offense. Oh, That's this guy's a hope. center. Kyle Davis. No, I'm just saying if oh, Kyle okay, Davidson. Okay, got you. If it gets to that point where like, oh, there's a defenseman on the board and he's ranked. Look, come on. We need some forwards now. Yeah. And we got some good defensive defensive prospects in from the last two seasons, actually, with this draft. So I hope they're all offense. And and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that Swedish guy if uh, it's the right fit, for sure. So the, the Athletic has, I'm going to read who they have in their top 10 of uh, projected draft class right now. Let's see. They have number one, Connor Bedard. Number two, they've got Adam Fantelli. Number three, they have um, Matt Vey, Mitchkov. 5'10", 192 pounds. You know, he's a small guy too. Uh, Leo Carlson, 6'3", 198 uh, center. William Smith, another center. A lot of centers here, man, in the top. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. Because it, it seems like there's just an influx of wingers at one point, And it's like you couldn't find the center anywhere. Yeah. Um, we've got William Smith, center, USA, under 18, development group right now. Nate Danielson, center, number six, six one, one eighty-five. And and then at number seven, we have David Reinbacher, defenseman from us Swiss. 62185. So on, on in the top 7 right now, pretty much everybody's a center. <laughs> so that's, that's um, a good thing for teams that are rebuilding, right. man, cuz centers are hard. You know, look at Taves. I mean, we had Taves and Bolin were our last good centers, yeah. I think, man. Quite honestly. And um they're hard to find. A good two-way center and an elite first-line guy, that's something you need. Because I don't think Reichel's got the job, man. I think they're going to move him to winger. Yeah, I wonder if he's having problems with. I wonder if he's having problems with um, winning faceoffs. It could be. I mean, he he came from Germany. It's it's a lot different here. Maybe they're just trying to get him to learn the wing positions first, and maybe they can move him over since he's a natural center. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's well, a position? It's a position uh, game, man. I think that it is. I think every team should should center their um that there should be an emphasis on controlling the puck. You control the puck by winning faceoffs. Yep, that's the first step. And that's what all the good puck possession teams have. Good faceoff men. They have usually four of them. So that's what keeps it going. Speaking of puck possession teams, we got Florida versus Toronto. Florida's currently leading 
two to zero in that series, and I was not expecting that. I was expecting to be a a one, and then a, like kind of, them kind of trade blows a little bit. Trade off, yeah, but yeah. that has not been the case. It hasn't been a trade off. It has been absolute domination by Florida in the first two games, um, similar to how the Canes have been with the Devils. To be honest with you, it just seems that Toronto is having a hard time getting their footing. And game three is playing as of right now, um, and but two, but two. Th- th- that yep. that being said. It has been uh, a pretty decent series. This is kind of a coming out party for Matthew Kachuk, man, because Florida has been nothing but promise and and broken lies, <laughs> broken broken <laughs> promises to their fan base going into the playoffs. And now they're in the second round and they're winning. There's a good chance that they could make it to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, I didn't. I did not see that coming at all. I thought that they were going to bow out in the first round. Matt, did you expect this kind of uh, competition from Florida? No. And uh, Matthew Kachuk must have uh, fed off all the negativity, and he is lighting it up right now, man. He is fifteen points in nine games, a plus eight. He has just been outstanding this playoff series. If he keeps it up. He's going to be a consummate winner if they win the cup, man. He's playing at that level. Unbelievable. He's actually, um, as of right now, he's, he's, let me check his penalty minutes because he has not been in the box uh, very much this, uh, this playoffs. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. You know, you don't hear too much about it. Let me see here. Matthew Kachuk. His numbers are just so damn good. You're forgetting about the penalty Oh, never mind. 18 penalty minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Nine minutes. He must have got a couple uh, five-minute yeah, majors, you know. Yeah, <laughs> in nine games played. So, you know, I guess uh, Kachucky e. Chi's doing his thing, man. Doing his thing. So game three is going on right now. It's tied 2-2, two to two, 4.30 left in the third period. Uh, both teams are pressing, man. You know, how how do you feel about Austin Matthews' play so far in this, not just this playoff series, but the playoffs in general? I thought he was okay against Tampa. Um, he, he, you know, he scored some goals, but he's oh! got to get it like Matthew Kachuk level. <laughs> did I just, did he just no, score? No, he just tried to, <laughs> the, in between the legs. So I think Mitch Marner's been the guy. Yeah. No, well, even Johnny Tavares has been kind of taking it a little bit too. I mean, he was responsible for the game clinching. Was that game six at OT goal? He kind of took the team on his back on that right. one. But, uh. Mitch Marner's the guy, I think, man. They need this guy to get going, too. And Ryan O'Reilly, he's been a little quiet, but he's still a very effective center. Yeah. And Samsonoff, which I am I thought it was Samsonoff. Right. I guess they changed the pronunciation of his name, but he's been good, man. He and has. That was my thing. The goaltender for Toronto has never been good since Eddie Belfort days. Right. Felix Potvin, even. You right. Know? Yeah. So, But he's been playing good. He's been playing really good, and... Got, but he's just being outplayed by a guy who everyone's kind of overlooked, Sergei Bobrovsky. I mean, I thought he could have been the third string goalie. Yeah. You know, when Spencer Knight coming up and he lost, he lost the job to this Lions kid, and then uh, Bobrovsky just been phenomenal, dude. Really good. So it's it's been a good series still, and I I think the Cats might come out and probably get the the win in this game and be up three nothing which would be insane yeah nobody would nobody would have said saw that coming uh like i said i was expecting these these guys to go back and forth so stars versus Kraken. this series is tied at one to one that first game was a doozy um joe pavelski went off for four goals uh, i did not see that coming that was his first game back from that hit that he took from matt dumba and um 
he's he's back, man. You know, he's such a big part of that team, especially in the playoffs. He's a, a proven playoff performer. And um, something I, I wanted to talk about was Jason Robertson has been uh, has been doing his his impression of a Houdini disappearing act. Um, I have not seen the guy. I've I haven't noticed him at all. Have you? No, I, I actually was. I was saying it. He's been very quiet this series. First two games, I think he's only got a couple shots. He's got no points or anything. Nothing. So this guy needs to get going. Rupe Hints needs to. I think their line mates they need to get something going. Jake Ottinger's a good goalie. I I I don't know, man. I don't know what this series is going to do. I'm just the Kraken just surprised me because they got guys, different guys scoring every yeah. night. Yeah, and that's a sign of a good it team. Is. Got a lot of depth and guys rise to the occasion and score some goals that you wouldn't expect, like a fourth line guy scoring, a defenseman scoring a big goal. Yeah. And Grubauer, man, I mean, he's he's not playing amazing, but he's playing enough to get the win. He's keeping, you know, within one. <laughs> so he, he's got some experience. I think he probably feels cheated out because he didn't get the Stanley Cup with the the Avalanche. They didn't want to pay him, and you know, he went over to Seattle and. They were kind of bad their first year, but this year they they've been good, man. Very surprising. Yeah. So he's probably got he's probably got a little uh, mo- not what do you motivation to, you know, prove these teams wrong that kind of overlooked them. Well, the Kraken had fourteen different goal scorers in that first round, which goes to show you that th- That's this is a team, man. That from top to down, uh, they can hurt you, and it's not right. just the first two lines looking to score. You know, everybody can. And that's a dangerous team to play against, especially when you're a team like, say, like Edmonton, for example, that's got essentially Leon Dreisaitl doing everything uh, offense, offense wise. Um, I was I was not expecting I was not expecting to see the Kraken play the way that they are playing uh, from top to down. Grubauer has been, like you said, not amazing, but good enough to win games for this team. Uh, I'm expecting the Kraken to come out of this series, man. I think this could go seven games. It's going to be a hard series, but um, um, I've been surprised that Jamie Benn has been kind of quiet, man. I've seen him give some hits, but I haven't seen him have any quality scoring chances. Mind you, the, the, you know, it's still, it's still young. The series is still young, but I'm expecting to see more out of him uh, going forward. Yeah. He's not the dominant guy. He used to be him and Sagan were just money together. Right. Sagan, I I think he did score last game. Yeah, he did. He had one goal. He's still showing some shades of like, he's still, he wants to be around and, yeah, Jamie Ben just isn't that same guy. He, he he's he is older, you know. So, uh, I you know he's still you know what he kind of reminds me of like he's kind of making like a transition into being like a Corey Perry type of guy. Like he's a kind of a pest out there. Mm. You know, he's not like that big goal scorer like he used to be, but he's still, you know, he still can be a presence with his physicality, his his agitating sense. I don't know. But uh, I, I I seen a, a a video of him just kind of trolling a guy while they were down. He was <laughs> throwing shots at him and stuff. Oh really? Just yeah. He he's still he's still an effective guy, I think. But you know, you're not. He's I think Jason Rob Jason Robertson has to be that that old Jamie Ben. You know, he's got to kind of take him take the team on his back with the offense. Right. And, you know, Rupe hints kind of tra- switching off with Sagan. But yeah, and Joe Pavelski's still a beast. I say this too much. I don't know how in the hell the Sharks can let that guy go. I mean, that, yeah. the guy is a he. 
He's just a great hockey player. And you know what? He really elevates his game in the playoffs, and that's what you need. Good for Dallas for making a move to get him because ever since he's been there, I feel like Dallas has been in the playoffs. Right, so, right. I mean, <laughs> great move by like Kachuk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that he's one guy a, that they needed. A, just a guy that just knows what to do, and that's what you want. And good for Dallas because that, that was a solid signing by them. Moving on, um, you know, it's funny you're talking about, you know, a player, you know, giving blows while they were down. Evander Kane was doing that the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see that? I did. I seen him uh, just, man, throwing some like kidney yeah, shots. Yeah, it was and actually like on the boards. It was, the, it was like those were like belly shots. Yeah, and then he's he's uh, a, a not a Seattle a Vegas fan is a woman, right? Just just sticking her middle finger out. Uh, yeah, him I and saw that too. He blows a kiss yeah. to her like, oh, look at the score, baby. I got nothing to worry about, you yeah. know. Just like the ultimate, like f you oh, two, yeah. but in a nicer way. Yeah, she was giving so, the double double birds to him. Double birds and he blew her a kiss and she, you know she went home pissed off after that because <laughs> he won both battles. Yeah, he did the mind and the yeah, game. Yeah, he did definitely. Yeah, yeah. So before we go any further, I gotta let you guys know we have a message from DraftKings. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a five dollar bet and score one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets instantly. Now, a couple games to look out for Monday. We got the money line for the Golden Knights is a plus one forty five, and the Oilers is a minus one seventy. Honestly, both of these teams have sh- you know shellacked each other so far, and as uh, I think those are pretty good odds. Edmonton has so much f- firepower with you know with McDavid and Drysaddle, but Vegas has some guys that they can rely on in Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson. On Tuesday, we got the Hurricanes, and they have a plus one thirty five odds on the Devils at a minus one uh, one fifty five. I think that's fair as well because Carolina is typically not a good on the road. New Jersey might be trying to pull what they did in the first round, giving two games, then running away with it. So what you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline at m.org. In New York, call 1-877-H-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boost Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. It's state-specific, responsible gambling resources. Now, Canes versus Devils. Canes have been absolutely murdering the Devils in the first two games. It wasn't pretty. Um, it was essentially kind of a deja vu for the Devils from the first round. And you know what? The Devils came back in game three and uh, shellacked the uh, Canes, 8-4. to four. Matt. Wow. Did you see that coming, my man? I did not. I thought, you know, I, I, I thought the Canes were going to be up 3 nothing. Yeah. Just the way that they were playing in game two. Right. I feel like it was keep away. Yeah. Like, where, where are the stars at here yeah. for New Jersey? Like, where the hell, what, where are you guys? That Cotton Niemi, this kid was on fire for the Hurricanes. He was everywhere. Right. 
And he, I think he scored two that game. And um, just, it, 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 it didn't even, it was looked like men's hockey. It was like odd man rushes back and forth. Canes would bury him. They were, I think they hit the post on one. And I, I think Schmidt was in the net. And it bounced out to another hurricane. They fired it, hit a post, and then another, it finally goes in. But I'm like, this poor goalie is up and down, you know, th- throwing the body this way. And, like, wh- where where's the defense? Like, help this poor kid. Right. And I think they ended up putting in Vanacek, and it just got worse. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I did not expect the Devils to, well, I mean, they had to. They had to respond, and Jack Hughes looks like he, uh, he finally kind of woke up. He got four points, I think. And um, Timo Meyer hit the score sheet. Eh? Finally. He's finally scored a goal. And I mean, didn't they pay this guy big yeah, bucks too? Maybe they should have waited till after the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> he got a little comfortable. Yeah, hey, I got my money. It's all good. But... Yeah, he didn't score at all in, in the first round. And finally, he broke through today. Same with Nico Heischer, I believe. Yeah. They, they need him to start scoring some goals too. Because I think he got 40 this year. Yeah, no? he did. I th- I think he I know majority were with the Sharks, but still oh, no, a good no, goal scorer. They need. Let him. me check on Timo Timo Meyer, but I was talking about Nico. He sure. Oh, yeah, Nico! I don't know. I know I'm. I know Timo Meyer is. Uh, I think he scored more with the Sharks, obviously, because he played majority of the year there before the deadline. Right. I think it was close to forty, and he and he was probably one of the number one guys. You know, teams were targeting. At the deadline, and it was worked out for New Jersey because I I also I also heard the Rangers wanted him too. <laughs> that 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 shit yeah. show. <laughs> so, so he yeah. had thirty one goals in okay. Well, with the Sharks, fifty seven games played, twenty one games played with uh, New Jersey, and he got nine. So yeah, he was a forty goal scorer, and that's huge. yeah minus nineteen yeah. though. In oh wait, well, in San Jose he was a minus nineteen. In New Jersey he was yeah. a zero even. Now, let me look up Nico. Yeah, he's so he's sure. not he's not known. Yeah, Nico's the captain. Yeah, he is. Which I, I it's kind of it's kind of odd, but uh you know, I they, they remind me a lot of the Young Hawks back in the day, yeah, man. Yeah, 31 goals for Nico, he sure. So yeah, he should be putting he should be putting up some something. What do you think? Tie or are they going to are they going to kind of I think they're going to tie it, man. I think that they're going to tie it <laughs> purely because for some reason the Canes can't play on the road. You know, I think Rod Brindamore is such a good coach. He is not going to let that team get embarrassed like they did today. So I I think the Canes are going to win the next game. Okay. We'll we'll see. I've got got money on New Jersey for the next one. That's what I'm going to do. Well, yeah, if you're going by history, that's what they did last series, and you know, a lot of a lot of people overlooked them, and I I think I was one of them because I was just just hoping for Kaner right. <laughs> to to get to that Eastern Conference final and maybe Stanley Cup final but uh I don't know man just Carolina's a different team they're just uh I I, I the only thing lately is the goaltending yeah like man is Ranta hurt like every other game it, it seems, seems like, like what, is, what's yeah. up with this kid I think he's hurt again wow so yeah I, yeah I don't know I j- purely because um they cannot play on the road I'm going to call a goal for I'm sorry I'm going to call another win for New Jersey Go back to Carolina. Uh, we're going to win one. They're going to win one, Carolina. And then um, I think that New Jersey is going to steal one, man, in Carolina and then win it at home. Do so you think they're going to take the series? 
and then get bounced out by Florida? Yes. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly, yes. I, yeah. I with with the team that Florida is, I think that they could definitely beat the Devils. But then again, I don't know if the Devils are like just waiting two games in the series and like, okay, let's see what these guys are. Okay. We we've got the scouting report. We know what they're all about now. Let's uh let's let's do the switcheroo with a rope a dope or what have you. Well, to be honest, man, like I said, the the 2009 Hawks, we beat Calgary 2 nothing the first two games, and then they beat us two in a row. And then, you know, we won the next two games like New Jersey did with, uh, I believe, uh, the Rangers, unless I actually went seven. But they just, they have a lot of similarities to me, man. They got their Dougie Hamilton, like our Brian Campbell at the time, our big signing, sure. and our young Kaner was, you know, starting to blossom like Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer's like that leader, you know, like Taser. Taser is obviously way better. Right. But, I you know, know Kaner's you way your better Timo than Timo Meyer, your Marion Hosa like guy. It's it's kind of crazy if you think about it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think Timo Meyer is supposed to be the the difference maker to take this team to the next level. And with him not scoring, I don't think that that has helped this team. If he does start scoring, oh, God, if yeah. Nico Heischer starts scoring, I think that this team is is really hard to play against, man. Really hard. Yeah. Young, fast, and, you know, the nerves probably aren't there because they're, you know, like like the Hawks were. You know, it was just, it was new to them. They didn't know what to do. They just went out and win, you know? I mean, they've got that, nothing. That's kind of what they have. They don't have any, any uh, how do you say, any pressure from the fan base. You know? No, no, I, there's no pressure throughout the hockey world either. I mean, no, I didn't expect these guys to do Not this. Not like Toronto. No, I mean, Toronto's got all the pressure right now. and Their fan base, you know, the I city. Mean, Carolina's got the pressure too because, I mean, look, they, they've been, they were supposed to win the last three years. Yeah. They were supposed to be, st- they are Stanley Cup contenders and they keep choking. So it's like the second round curse with them. So if anything that if I'm on the Devils, I'm loose, man. Yeah, I'm going out and having a good time. The pressure's on you guys. We're we're not even supposed to be here. If the Canes lose again in the second round, Matt, what do you think that they have to do as an organization? Do you think Rod well, Brindamore's on the hot seat? No, no. I think he is fine. He's beloved there, and it's he's not the issue. It's hey, honestly, man. You you got to get a healthy goalie. Yeah. I mean, if Rance is still getting hurt, Anderson's hurt. You can't be paying these guys big bucks just to, you know, screw you over in the playoffs. You got to find somebody. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to throw a name out there. If you go and get Connor Hellebuck, Ooh. I think you're going to win a Stanley Cup. And that's, hey, I'm not going to start rumors or anything, but they're obviously we've we talked about this last podcast. He's not interested in a rebuild. No. And if he wants to go to a win-now team, Carolina should make a trade with the Jets because if 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 they don't win this year, which they have a good shot of winning, it's it's kind of it's working out for them. All the good teams that you know would probably beat them are gone. You know they're eliminated. So this is their year. And if it if you don't win, bye bye Ranta, bye bye Anderson. Give a prospect a first round pick, and hey Connor Hellebuck, get him in net. I got Carolina winning the cup next year. Then wow. If, um, you know, just the idea of, you know, Hellebuck, he, he holds the power, doesn't he? Is he a restricted free agent? I believe he will. 
man, I, I'm not, honestly, I'm not sure. He's, he's been playing for a while. He might be a UFA. So, I mean, now, now is the time to trade the guy. Right. Because Jets aren't there. They're not even close. You know, they made the playoffs barely. But uh, if you want to rebuild and, you know, load up on some picks, this is probably the time to do it because his value is very high. Man. Really interesting stuff, man. Doing some, uh, some, uh, possible yep, just, possible trades or you know i mean if you're if you're you got to get over the hump and you need a healthy goalie yeah i'm going after connor hellebuck no doubt about it i think their offense is fine brent burns is a great defenseman great pickup by the canes he's been very very good this he's 38 uh, though so he he could be going he could go I, down quick I don't know about that though man i i, I he's not like a fast guy but no. he's always just in the right spots right. you know he He's very good. His numbers are good too, man. Yeah, he's they are. Two assists every game. He's he's that damn good still, and he's that game breaker on defense that they've needed for a while. He, I know Max uh, Pacioretty is hurt. You know he's he, he's always yeah, hurt, he is. and they might have to move on from this guy too. And, yeah, you know, get some salary space and you know bring in some difference makers here. Incredible. Hey, they're not out of it yet. No, though. no, they're no, no, absolutely one. not. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I, if they do, yeah, we're not throwing them under the bus yet. If they do, you know, that they need to make some changes, and a goal is oh, for is sure. definitely it. You know, yeah, the, the, the ranch of getting hurt at the wrong right. times is not, and same with Anderson. You, you got, you guys, I think he's done. You gotta, you gotta be healthy. It's, it's not working out. Yeah, you know, I think he's done in out. Carolina. So Vegas versus Oilers. This is a, uh, you know, the Oilers are a. More offense, more offense, more offense type of a thing. This series is tied one to one. Golden Knights took the first game with a score of six to four, but you know the score doesn't really show because um, it was really a beatdown on the Oilers. I was really surprised. I thought Oilers were going to come out and do a statement first game win. That wasn't the case. Um, but in game two, the Oilers came back and they uh, they put the beatdown on the Knights five to one. Matt Leon Drysidel has been. Um, I don't know if this guy has left his body and, you know, the ghost of hockey past is, is, is playing him, the hockey gods himself. He's been on a complete tear, man, the entire uh, playoffs. He had four goals in that first game. Uh, incredible. Um, do you think that this is causing problems with McDavid? Because McDavid is supposed I, I, to be the I, guy there. He is supposed yeah, he's, to he's supposed yeah. to be their savior. And he's not, to be honest with you, man, he's not holding up. He hasn't done really he hasn't really done shit in the playoffs this this year. Well, you know he's gonna get a ton of assists just because Dry Subtle can, you know, bury him. Right. Uh yeah, I I you feel bad for Dry because it's always the McDavid show. It's McDavid's team and this guy might be better. Yeah. You know, if, if anything, he, this guy is, you know, carrying the team on his back right now. Yeah. And so if anything, McDavid should be buying this guy some ribeye dinners every night because, <laughs> oh, you know, that last game, Mc, last game was a beat down by the Oilers. McDavid's got five and, goals and 10 assists. Okay. So he has been, he has been playing well, but I don't think that he's played well in games where they have needed production. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, yeah, he's got to dominate, right? Though. He's got to take. He's just got to take over, like he does in some season games where he is, 
you know, one mile an hour and jets it to 90, yeah. like in one stride. You just say it's playoffs. It's tighter. You know, they're more physical. So it's kind of exposing them a little bit. Yeah. So, but dry cycle, it doesn't seem to be affecting Not him. At all. He's just a monster, dude. He's a monster. It's almost as if the offense is running through him. Yeah. He's just absolutely a monster. And he is, he's, I guess you consider him the second best player in the world. It's, it's crazy, and they're both on the same team. But I just uh, you, you got to feel for me. I don't think it's affecting him. I think McDavid is like I said. You should buy him steak dinners and beers every night because <laughs> God, he shows up every game. It seems like McDavid might not. He'll be a no show, but Drysaddle's right there, dude. He's a, he's a force. He's got thirteen goals in eight games. <laughs> you know what? I saw a stat in the last four seasons. I think he has sixty points in his all all of his playoffs game playoff games. I think. Wow. I think sixty or I I I could have been wrong, but it was still the the points over the games played was like what? Like is this NHL? Uh, <laughs> you know, twenty twenty three and EA Sports or something. This is insane. And rookie mode. He's just a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's got 17 points. Doesn't have many helpers, but he's been putting the puck in the net, man, and that's what they've been needing. Uh, but the only, yeah. only problem is, is that up until the last game, he was the only one that was really consistently doing it. And I, I'm just looking for more production out of Connor. Yeah, he's got 10 assists, but we're talking about a guy who is, you know, the best player in the league. This team needs major point production out of him because they're not built for production out of many other players. Evander Kane um, hasn't really been doing much. Let me look at his stats. Um, but he was supposed well, to be, yeah. he was supposed to be, you know, secondhand scoring for this team. And that hasn't been the case. Not, not Connor in the playoffs. two last night. Right. But it was, it's his, it's his fifth goal. Yeah, but it was five to one. I'm yeah. talking about when they're yeah. down like four to one yeah. and they need a goal. You know, he's not scoring them. And I think that's what they yeah. need. Eight games played, three goals, one assist from Evander Kane. They need more out of him. This is the funny thing. McDavid gets two. He gets a power play and a shorty, but Dreisaitl gets two even strength goals <laughs> for his 13th. It's like, yeah, go ahead, McDavid. You could score two. I'm just going to score two even strength. Yeah. Because I don't need special teams. <laughs> <you know? laughs> that shorty's a nice one, though. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Vegas, on the other hand, they're a more complete team. They are, uh, you know, just up and down, man. You know, that they have depth, uh, not to the level of the Kraken, but I think that they have depth where, you know, Jack Eichel doesn't have to worry about him being the only guy putting up some numbers. I don't think he's really been putting up many numbers, but Mark Stone has been having a really good playoff run, man. And so is Chandler Stevenson. Um, very quietly, though, do you think that uh, Mark Stone is fully healed and and maybe back to his old self? I think so. Uh, the, to the back is oh man, it's got to be the worst injury in hockey. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, Eichel, man, he's yeah, he's been pretty quiet. He's he's got uh, he's got seven points in seven games, but I mean, this is a this is the guy who went behind McDavid in that deep draft right. and. Nowhere near where he's supposed to be. Right. Um, and a, min- and a minus Stone, one. Yeah, he's not anything special. Mark Mark Stone's got eleven points. Um, yeah, he's. You know, I didn't realize he's only thirty. I thought he was a little bit older, but um, yeah, he's been a good leader for the uh, for the Knights. 
kind of surprised that they're not throwing Phil Kessel in there. Yeah. I know he's been scratched a couple times and I I think he's he's like kind of reminds me of, of a Pavelski and I mean he he when he's in the playoffs, he's good. Yeah. I mean he's a good he's a good player. So the thing is I, I like their defense. I like uh Shea Theodore, I like Petrangelo, well, I like Petrangelo now. Right. I, I hated him on the Blues, but <laughs> Alec Martinez, who's a who's a Stanley Cup champ, two time with the LA Kings, just a good guy to have on the back end. And um, the thing is, the goaltending they got uh, this Brisewat, Brozwat guy. And uh, <laughs> can you imagine if they had Leonard right now, a healthy Ryan or uh, Robin Leonard? I just think they would they'd be a force too. Yeah. Like they I would I would be like Vegas is winning, there's no doubt about it. They're like the most complete team out here. Wow. But um Laurent Brassoid, he is um he is five and two in the playoffs. Goals against average isn't that great. It's a three uh twenty one. But um hey, you score five goals a game, you got a good chance to win. And that's what they did against the Oilers game one. So just gotta gotta keep on keeping on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I still think the Oilers are going to come on top in this series, uh, but I think Vegas is going to give them a really, a really hard time. Um, yeah, it's going to trade off. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to go seven. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll call it seven. Matt, how do you rate the playoffs so far? Uh, man, I, I I'll give it a B plus because it's just so surprising. You know, it's just been like, man, all the the top dogs are on the verge of getting eliminated, especially out east. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been good, man. I, I wish, you know, obviously the Hawks were in it, but still very good hockey. And uh, it's been fun to watch. I'd give it an A-. minus. I've been really happy watching uh, watching these games, especially with the Rangers going out in the first round. Uh, <laughs> you know, Speaking of that, we got to talk about you know, that. Toronto, I, I, Toronto and uh, Florida, man, we're looking at two teams that, you know, a lot of hope for them. but. Also, these guys are, are known chokers, and they got past their first round. Ironically, they're playing each other right now, and, um, and they're playing each other really well. Stars cracking. You know, the Stars, I wasn't expecting them to get out of the— Wait, I was expecting them to get out of the first round. They were playing the Wild. And uh, the Kraken, man, <laughs> I did not expect this team to be who they are. Uh, you know, it makes oh, it really gosh. entertaining because you're watching the squad, and they're playing like a great team a great team up and down like Vegas, you know, up and down a lot of depth and a lot of different guys scoring can not predict who's going to score in these games. And they're doing this without Jared McCann, their number one goal scorer who's, who's injured right now. So yeah, likely to be out for game three. They yeah. Say. Yeah. It's too bad for them because they need him, but they're still winning games without him. You know, they're, they're pulling it together and uh, I love it, man. I think it's, I got a live update for you here, what? bud. Uh, Ilya Sim- Samsonov, he's out. Right, he's out. So, uh, rookie goaltender in. Uh, this could be bad, very bad for the for the league. <laughs> Jeez. Or you know, I mean, look at uh, what Akira Schmidt was able to do in 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 um, New yeah. Jersey, though. Sometimes you you see that goalie get in and you, you tighten up for him, and you know you're like, hey, we gotta we gotta play, you know, real strong in front of this kid. Get a W here, and you know, hopefully the Leafs can do it. And then the, it just doesn't look good. And the next, it does not look next good. Next thing you know, this kid's standing on his head. And you're like, whoa, 
Yeah, and he takes over. And he, and he, he and, takes and, your and, net. And he, and he, and he yeah. motivates you. You know, it's like, holy smokes, yeah. look at this guy. You just came in cold, came in completely cold and uh, and turned it around. I mean, it could be, you could, <laughs> you know, you could tie it to Akira Schmidt playing out of his mind, or you could just say that the Rangers were, you know, destined to, uh, destined to, to flop. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting, man. You know, the Rangers are very interesting out of every team that's been bounced out so far because you weren't, ex- a lot of people were not expecting them to b- get bounced in the first round. I was. They had several stretches during the season where things weren't going their way and, and, um, it wasn't looking good. And they turned it around and, and it changed a bit. But in the playoffs, they lost that third game, and I was like, uh-oh, this could be it. Next thing you know, they're down 3-2, to two, heading to New Jersey in a, in a must-win game with an offense that is, that is not uh, clicking. And I'm going to tell you something, man, and it's something that I've always believed in. I don't think that the bread man is a gamer, man. I don't think that he is. He'll put up points in the regular season, and if you're up four, to, you're up four to two. Sure, he'll 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 get you another goal or or get you an assist. But when the game is on the line, man, he is nowhere to be found. Nowhere. This is multiple yeah. times in a row, man. The Hawks were in the playoffs one year with him, and he did nothing. Yeah. So, um, they're talking. We got a about, live update. I see it. The uh, Florida just won three to two. Oh. Get the brooms ready. Can you believe that? God. Oh, I guess when you knock out the best team in NHL history in the season, you just don't give a shit. You're going to roll through everybody. And that, this is crazy. This is crazy. Wow. Florida, man. This is a team, man, that has been looking to make a deep playoff run for years. They've had a good squad for, I would probably say, four years now. Would you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Since since Matthews has been a rookie. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. Yeah. They've had a good. They've had a good. A good squad, but they haven't been able to do anything in the playoffs. They trade out of man. They trade Jonathan Huberto, who scored over a hundred points, for Matthew Kachuk, who likes to spend time with the penalty box. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is, this is yeah. a good move. This- that that was like that shakeup maybe that this team needed. God, when it and they got. You know, just they got enough to get in, you know, just enough. And <laughs> this is insane. I cannot believe it. I don't know how I feel about Luongo over there. Uh, <laughs> how, how many teams in all like combined sports? Like, there's not too many teams. Oh, that, look at David you know, Camp. Come back from <laughs> uh, David Camp and Gus. He, he got a goal yeah. today, but it was like bounced off yeah. of somebody else and he got credit for it. Sam Sam Lafferty got the goal. Yeah, no, he no, he yeah. had a goal, Good and then uh, Camp, he was like standing there, uh, getting ready to. Uh, I think it bounced off of somebody. And he got credit for one. Is that yeah. Kevin Denine yeah. on the bench for the uh, for, for for the Panthers? Ah, uh, I don't know. I know their head coach Paul Maurice. I was one of Hughes guys. Him. Yeah, it could be. Could be. I got to look at that coaching staff. Well, ch- jumping back to, didn't mean to cut you oh, off, yeah, but I didn't yeah, give yeah. you the live yeah, update. Jumping back to uh, the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I don't hear a lot of blame to the bread man on, on the Twitter universe. Oh, dude. I hear a lot of blame. I hear a lot of blame to Tarasenko, Kaner. Yeah. And they hate Kaner again. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, 
and uh, Gerard Gallant. And you know what? That team is way too deep to be blaming a coach. Or two rentals. Two rental guys, and you know, one of them's playing on one hip, right. and he was still, still not, you know, he's still effective. He had some good moments in the playoffs, but you know, I could have told you that wasn't going to work out. I mean, you, Cater kind of ruined a little chemistry. If anything, they stuck him in with, you know, the bread man, and I, I, I wanted to see it, of course, the the re the reunite of the Cater and the bread man show, but. Uh, you know, it, it might have hurt some chemistry here and there. I, I thought Tarasenko was the guy that I thought that was the right move at the time, and I thought they were done. You yeah. know, after that, I thought, hey, that, that's a good, that's a good trade. They need a shooter, and then they brought Kaner in because you know Kaner was kind of making a big deal, like, hey, I want to go there, I want to go there, and I, I, I credit Chris Jury, dude. I mean, he, 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 he did everything he could to get that team over to the hump. He brought in two studs. Two Stanley Cup champions. And you know what? They just couldn't get it done. New Jersey was more hungry. That's just, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't blame Kaner and Tarasenko. I, 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 think, oh, no. I think the blame goes on. I think the blame goes on. Um, They're studs. Yeah. It has to. It has to go to Panarin. It has to go to Zabanajad. Zabanajad was a complete no-show. I mean, it, it ha- it's been like this the last... What two three years they made it to the? I, I was arguing with a guy. Oh, we made it to the Eastern Conference Final. You fucking lost, yeah. dude. That's nothing. No one remembers that except you, Ranger fans. <laughs> you you got to win it, right? And they're they're happy with you know fourth place, third place. And I'm sorry, dude. That that's not a Stanley Cup championship. So I mean that. I don't know what you do, dude. I, I I've heard rumors they want to bring in Coach Q. Yeah, Coach Q's going to help, but when it comes down to it, your player's got to play. Right. He can't play for him. So they, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what you do with that situation. They're cap-tied, too. So who knows? I think if they, with, who is it that they've got th- that could shed $10 million, I believe? I forgot who it is. I know Truba's making eight. He's their captain. Can you believe they that, like dude? Him. They like him. Um, Truba is making eight million on that squad. There's problem number one. Um, I know that they got Mika's making good money. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he's a great regular season. Igor is. Panarin's making eleven. Kreider's got to be. I think he's on his one year deal only. He's doing one year deals here and there. I think he's close to eight. It's what do you do, dude? I don't know what you do. And then you got uh, DeAndre Miller, who's going to be a very good player. Yeah, a very good defenseman, an all-star this year. You got to lock him up. You ain't gonna. There's no way. There's no way they're going to get to keep this guy. There's no way unless you move these other guys. Which, I mean, the the cat's out of the bag. You guys don't perform in the playoffs. Why am I going to make a freaking trade to get you? Right. You know, I would make it harder on the Rangers and make them trade young guys and then ruin their future. But uh, I, I think I saw something uh, Lafreniere. He had zero, zero goals, zero yep, assists. Nothing. Zero, <laughs> oh, just that's a guy who went number one. One one. You know, it was a COVID years and everything, but the whole kid line. They talked about that whole kid line like they were the oh, second God. coming. And they didn't do anything. Nope. The the inexperience showed for sure in the playoffs. I'm just not, uh, you know, like I didn't buy it for that line. The problem is, is that they they relied on their scores to score. None of them did. 
And none of these individual lines showed up. No, no, no. I, 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 you know what? I did see Kaner score a very nice goal, and I got a little hope for them after that. He stole the puck, made a good defensive play, yeah, which is not like Kaner, you know, not like him. And he went and scored a beautiful highlight reel goal. I'm like, oh god, they got Showtime back, and then kind of the Rangers kind of faded off after that. Yeah. And Igor, I'm sorry, he is not the best goalie in the world. No, he's not. Mm, he is not. And I'm I'm just so sick of hearing that. Very good goalie, yes, elite top five. He's not the best. Yeah. Until you win a cup, you you're not even in that category. That's why I consider the last couple seasons or the last couple years, Jonathan Quick, Corey Crawford, two of the best goalies in the last couple of years. They got two Stanley Cups each. They got it done. And you know what? I, even Quick won a couple of Vezas. Crawford, which I've never really been a tr- big fan of his goaltending, his style. Never been a fan of it, really. But guy was so overlooked and undervalued. He was just such a solid goalie. He was. So, yeah, I'm sick of hearing that Igor crap. Like, Igor's better. Uh, no, no, he's not. He hasn't done anything to steal. He didn't steal any series at all in the last couple seasons. So, yeah. Set. Good for New York. I'm, they're very cocky and arrogant. I mean, even I thought even the Islanders played a little bit better than them in the playoffs this year. Yeah. And they have nobody. <laughs> they have. They're kind of like the Kraken. They've got more more depth, and they've got uh, more of a complete team. Whereas New York, you know, I, I don't know what to make of that squad, man. You know, they've got I, they've got you, some what do you they've do? got some first round picks that have gone first, second multiple and they're i don't know if it's been like their development but you know kravtsov i don't know where where he was drafted at but they got a lot of guys that aren't performing and that's the problem yeah it is and they're making big bucks and it's hard to move that stuff it's hard like what do you do yeah you just i don't know i don't know where you start you you shake it up they're they're gonna try bringing in another coach I I don't think the coaching is the problem. I really don't. Maybe he Gallant just didn't know how to utilize this team, or maybe I he did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, the, the, he put together good lines. He did, and, he did but know, the problem he's got is the is roster there. They, you don't I, like. I don't understand the roster. <laughs> like the whole kid line. I think that they can get three other players that can fill that line. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, the only reason that they're playing is because of when, when they were drafted. If these guys were fifth-round draft picks, sixth-round draft picks, they wouldn't even be on the team. But, t- but because they were drafted in the first round, m- multi- all of them, they, they're like, okay, we got to play these guys. And you know what? It's, it's not working out for all of them. They need three yeah. new guys for that line, man. They need three. I, I don't think they have a choice because they've got so much money invested in these other guys. They just got to plug in like league minimum guys. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I know they brought the Tyler Mott guy, a former Blackhawk, actually. Right. He's been good for them. I know they brought him back from Ottawa. I'm surprised they got rid of him. He's a very good playoff guy. Uh, I, I don't know where you start. I mean, if, I, if anything, I'm keeping the young defenseman. I'm keeping Miller because... I mean, the guy was an all-star this year. He's a very good player. He's a good shot. Plays two ways. Plays the position the right way. Right. Hey, Truba, they like him. They do. They like the old school banger. You know, who's going to 
wait for you with your head down and just plow you. Yeah. They like that. But, you know, he doesn't score much. He's not a big point guy, but he's getting paid he's getting paid good money to do what he's doing. And it's I think it's hurting the team a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man. Incredible, man. You know, it's like, I think that they have a lot of work that they need to do. And the first thing that they need to do is come to grips with what they have with that kid line. And, um, Kaner ain't coming no, back. No, he said that he'd like to, but I, he's, I don't think he's coming How do you back do there. it? Yeah. How do you do it? You know, I mean, he, he, he's not going to play for free. Right. And they're, I don't. I don't see him being a contender. If you can't win with that roster, you're never winning. Right. I'm sorry. Does that that top six? There's no bread way. man. You, you don't deserve they to got, win. They move the bread man. He's 32. I think he's. Uh, he he didn't play well, man, at all. No. Complete. Uh, he's completely disappearing act. I say they trade him. You free up that roster. That roster spot. You free up about what is it? What's he making? Like 11 or 12 million. I think 11. Yeah. So that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money to 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 free up, get rid of this freaking kid line, and uh, and and sign some guys, some depth guys like a Ryan O'Reilly. You know what? That would be a guy that I'd be after. Yeah, and I'd go after another good backup goalie that you don't have to rely on Igor to win all, win you seventy freaking games. Right? You know, <laughs> they had one. He's gonna win. They had much. one. They had Gorgiev. And they moved him. Uh, Joe Sackick went for it. And I thought it was a good trade for them. But, you know, you got to get like a Tampa, like a Brian Elliott, a guy who's been there. And, you know, if Vasilevsky needs a break, which he doesn't like breaks, Yeah, Brian Elliott will get you some wins. So yeah, that's the thing, man. I, I think Tampa's still a good team. I think they're just tired. You watch yeah. next year with all the rest, they're going to come back hungry. Need, I think Tampa's going to come back very hungry. They need an infusion of youth. Yeah, they do. Well, all right, man. That's all that we got for you tonight, everybody. Do us a favor if you have not subscribed to the podcast. um, And we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.